0: Welcome to Dragon Talk. Woo! I'm Greg Tito. I'm the host, along with my friend, Shelley Mathenobel.
1: Yeah! How's it going? What's my role? You are the host. Oh.
0: We're both hosts.
1: Co-hosts. Co-hosts. Co-hosts.
0: But is it, you're putting the co in front of it, it seems so sterile.
1: Yeah. I feel like I got promoted. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, well, you did.
1: I feel like I was more of the sidekick.
0: <laughs> no, I'm your like sidekick. Like the
1: Robin to your Howard.
0: I always thought I was the 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 Hoda. You're the Kathy Lee, or am I the Kathy Lee? You're definitely the
1: Kathy Lee.
0: Are we drinking Chardonnay right now? Because we should be. Yeah, can't you tell? That's why we're so loop de loop. We got an awesome guest on this here podcast.
1: I'm very excited. We'll be
0: talking to B. Dave Walters. Love it. Uh, who I just called Dave. I think the whole time, mm-hmm. but uh, he's, I'm gonna call him B. Dave. We call him B. Dave. Yeah. I've had people refer to him as B. Dave.
1: Really? Yeah. I mean, you put the B there. It's kind of asking.
0: for It's it. true. Uh, he is an awesome uh, D uh, yeah. and D player, and he's in the new Inkwell Society show that Maze Arcana, uh Rudy Wootenberg is is dungeon mastering. Yeah. So can't wait to ask him all about that and how it's been going.
1: And a motivational speaker. I mean, I need Not some. Not unlike Oprah. I need some of that. Said that in his bio.
0: That means and he might be paraphrased. That he's going to get us all ready to, uh, you know, start the day.
1: He might even give us a new car. <laughs> Each of us.
0: Or bees, depending on which gift you're, you're, you've been putting in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh <Or>, yeah. <laughs> you might get a new car too, Ryan. New bees. And you too, Pelham. Everybody gets Woo! a new car. You get a new car. <laughs>
2: Very
0: exciting. Yeah, you don't uh, drop
1: the Oprah reference without. Without just doing that. it.
0: Do I have to just step on the couch and be like, "I'm so excited, yes! Oprah!
1: I love this podcast."
0: I'm gonna get divorced four years later. Is that what happened? Yeah. To Tom Cruise. An ambush. Yeah. Yeah. It happened.
1: What happened to? Tom Cruise? I know my pop
0: culture, but my pop culture. He's in movies like crazy. He doesn't. He's, he's not gone anywhere. Like, really? Yeah. Do
1: he was really.
0: probably in like five movies last year.
1: Nobody talks about him anymore.
0: Yeah, he's not, I don't know, maybe not as much of a bankable star as he used to be. Hmm. But uh, that new Mission Impossible looks good. Eh? He doesn't eh? see
1: his daughter ever, <laughs> according to Us Weekly.
0: According, and they are a trusted source.
1: They're, they are pretty trusted.
0: They know I mean, like they're not 90% people, of what's really happening. But they're not
1: in touch, <laughs> if you want to rank them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those are magazine titles?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you not grocery shop?
0: I mean, I see them there, but I largely get uh, annoyed. But you don't there. just
1: pick them up and flip through them. I just
0: can't wait for the day when D&D modules uh, will be sold in stores like that. I, uh, I know. Right? I That'd could be, see that. Wouldn't you rather flip the through that,
1: that? Yeah.
0: at the, at the, at the, the checkout counter? Yes.
1: But until that day comes, uh, it's all about Star. It is. yeah. people. Soon.
0: Soon it'll be about, yeah. about uh, your, your D&D character and what you did that day. You know,
1: you, we could be reading about celebrities and their D&D games in Us Weekly.
0: That's true. Uh, there are a lot of celebrities who play Dungeons and Dragons I've nowadays. Heard that. Uh, not just celebrities, uh, actors, comedians, creators. Uh, I'm kind of assembling them all together. It's going to be a lot of fun. What I know for a thing, it's the, the Avengers. It's coming out.
1: It sounds like it. Yeah,
0: I'm doing. I'm doing some Nathan style hints you, of, like, of like, things are that are, are coming to be up.
1: Talking about this?
0: I, not publicly. No one's listening though, so that's good. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of secret things, what are you working on, Mr. Mister Shelley?
1: Mister, Well, there's a secret. <laughs> now it's out.
0: <laughs> we picked the perfect time to do it.
1: I'm, Mr. I'm Mr. Shelley now. Um, my stuff's not secret anymore.
0: It's not, right? <coughs> well, I know you got at least one secret Sorry.
1: thing. Sorry. Still getting over a cold. Oh, I do have a secret. Did yeah. you just mute me? Because no. I coughed I into know. the microphone. <laughs>
0: People have control over your uh, if you your general. Can yeah. you should so you got two awesome projects. You got betrayal and House on the Hill. Betrayal
1: Legacy. Yes. Access and alleys and zombies. Yes. And then this brand new thing that we haven't announced yet. Yeah. That just literally sprung up and is so awesome.
0: It is pretty cool.
1: Mind-bogglingly so cool. I I
0: I would be uh, uh, accurate to describe as the office as a buzz.
1: A For what's buzz. been happening about it? There's a total buzz. Yes, it's the what's and we the buzz? So tell me
0: what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell-
1: so you're gonna see that, and there's, you know, we never talked about something.
0: What's that? What didn't we talk about?
1: Our temporary employee. We didn't. We never did.
0: He was play testing this awesome secret thing. He was
1: in charge of the play test.
0: Yeah, he was running the whole show, the whole shebang. Running. Running, yeah. running back. <laughs> you may uh, understand we're talking about. Can we? T- we can say this, right? I think
1: so. Yeah. yeah. We
0: had CJ Proseis, uh who is a running back for the Seattle Seahawks, a professional football team. <laughs> uh, for Super those Bowl of you who,
1: champions. Who are listening?
0: Who may not know uh, from different sides? Not just football, American if football. If you're
1: Chris Lindsay, you would say sports ball.
0: Yes, exactly. I oh, no, and I don't care. Uh, or if you're uh, from other countries, you might call it football americano. Football. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not football. <laughs> football is definitely soccer. Right. Yes. Uh, but American no, he was football. great. He was awesome to have in uh, the building and yeah, running these playtests. he wanted
1: to come here. Yeah. And it, I guess this is a thing. Sometimes NFL players work with their players association to find internships, mm-hmm. things that they can do in the off season, so they can just learn some different skills. Right. And, and he's he asked for us. He's interested in game design, so he was paired up with us. Even though he's more of a video gamer, he still really liked it here and he liked the team and he wanted to come hang out with us. Yeah. And he was awesome.
0: He was a great dude to have around for sure. Yeah. Made a he was lot really good. of uh just people excited. Again, more of the buzz. The buzz was the happening. Buzz. It was it was it was kind of crazy. A lot of energy.
1: He was really nice. He was cool. I Actually really miss so him.
0: So you'll find out more about what he was running the playtest for yeah. uh, much later. Yep. Uh, but we have uh, some fun. Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes is coming out in May. That's coming very soon. You Somebody do asked that.
1: me when it was coming out, and I said May. Yes!
0: May 18th, because you haven't been doing these uh, recordings with me. May no, 18th is in game stores. That's where you can get the standard cover, uh, as well as the oh, right. alternate cover uh, is available in game stores. Then May 29th, everywhere else. Just the standard cover, but okay. available everywhere, all right. uh, including uh, our friends I at D and D Beyond, uh, and all that jazz. So oh, you can get nice. that, uh, uh, and it's 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 been tons of fun. And We've been showing off uh, Morning Canaan's tome of foes, monsters. Yep, uh, in Morning Canaan's mayhem, Shelly has won uh, her match, but then she abdicated f- for the second match. Yeah, I
1: can't I can't compete against Emmy.
0: <laughs> that's probably a good call like, well, since I she's guess. working so much on finishing well, those projects and of yours,
1: because <laughs> I'm afraid that she really will just lean over the table and punch me
0: yeah <laughs> she's intense
1: she is yeah, I when, know she's got to she's got to have a dark side when
0: right? she goes camping she's intense <laughs> good <one. laughs> a pretty good uh, so that's been a lot of fun though seeing you playing as the Yankee, uh Supreme Commander Boozhags Booze Hags.
1: Booze Hags.
0: Team Booze Hags. Yep. Been lots of fun.
1: Sean better not mess it up.
0: It's true. He's he's going to, Sean Wood, our concept illustrator, uh, is uh, taking over for you. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see if he can make it into the finals. Will you be able to do the finals, you think? If, oh, If yeah. he makes you in? Yeah. It's just a, temp- a temporary sub.
1: Although he'll probably want to because he'll be like, it was me who well, got you in there. I mean,
0: he's going to lose to Emmy. Let's, let's be That's honest. That's true. I
1: think Emmy's just going to take She's it. She's
0: going to run the table. I Although think she is. Kate
1: won. Kate Irwin or no?
0: Kate Irwin won, yes. Did she? Yes, yes. She beat Nathan.
1: So, Kate and Emmy could like t- go all the way to the Ooh, end. Ooh,
0: that's I wanna see that death match. That would
1: just be like, No, you go, it's okay. No, so if too you, nice. If you're
0: confused about what we're talking about, we've been running Morning Kanan's oh. Mayhem on uh, Mondays on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash DND uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific time, uh, right after we record Dragon Talk, uh, yeah. these, like, this little bracket uh, of eight people uh, is now winnowed down to four. And uh, we'll see who gets to reign supreme at the end here by using one of the big, mo- challenging monsters from Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes. Uh, so it's a great way to introduce what makes these characters fun and interesting as well as uh, get the, some personalities around the table.
1: I can't see Kate and Emmy.
0: I know. I, don't I know love either. them
1: too much. It's been I don't crazy. want them to have to do this. It's
0: been crazy, uh, but we need to get to our fun lore segment uh, today. I talked to uh, them about a fun thing that's in uh, Morning actually. Oh, Archdevils. We went into Demon Lords in uh, uh, Out of the Abyss uh, and didn't talk about their counterparts on the other side of the Blood War. Uh, so we go into a little bit more detail with what all the personalities are behind the Archdevils, the the most strongest devils in the Nine hells. Oh, so we're going to go into that. That's
1: pretty strong.
0: Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's do some bing bongs and get right to that.
1: Yes. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs>
0: Welcome to another segment of Lore You Should Know. I am Greg Tito, and this is the segment where we delve into Dungeons & Dragons lore uh, to give you stuff you might be able to use in your game, or just because it's super interesting and these guys know a lot about it. Uh, I am joined by Mr. Chris Perkins. Thank you. And Matt Cernat. Howdy. And we are going to talk about Archdevils today. We talked a little bit about the Nine Hells in a previous uh, lure, you should know, segment, uh, but this will talk about the devils themselves uh, and, uh, and how devilish and, and they what, are. What,
3: what arch devilness means. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So, what, what does an arch devil mean? An arch devil, as opposed to just a normal devil, is the ruler of a layer of the nine hells. So, at any given time, there are nine of them, unless there's some weird case where an arch devil actually rules more than one layer. Uh-huh. In which case there may be less yeah. than nine of them.
4: And there have been some occasions in which two devils have sort of have shared jointly ruled. Yes. So. I see.
0: What if someone added a layer and there was like ten layers of hell? There are no added <laughs> layers now. Yeah. Nine. 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 Eleven? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and there was, those are all ruled by Asmodeus, correct? So
3: Asmodeus or Asmodeus is the overlord of the nine hells he is the he is the lord of the nine uh, the greatest of all the archdevils and the only one among them who these days can count himself as a god
0: has he always been in charge
3: as long as we have delved into the nine hells yes interesting
0: mm-hmm. when uh, were the nine hells uh, or archdevils uh, first kind of talked about the
3: monster manual first edition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the very first monster manual there they were in
4: all nine of them named were all nine of them in there?
3: Let's see. There was Asmodeus in the original. didn't. No, we didn't,
4: didn't we have Mephistopheles? No, we did. Um.
3: Uh, we didn't have him in the original Monster Manual. We had uh, Asmodeus, Dispater, um, Balsible, and Garion. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the oldies who's currently not a ruler of one of the layers of the Nine Hells. Um, and then. Uh, over time, some others were introduced. Uh, mammon came in Monster Manual two, as did Moloch mm-hmm. and Mephistopheles. So the, we saved the Ms for some reason. Um, <laughs> Just
0: get, get them all out there.
3: Yep. Uh, so they um, were kind of rolled out, and
0: a lot of those are 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 common to kind of like the Christian myths yes. of, of, of of demons, right? Yes, so those, and, those well, names devils. all devils. Devils, yes. I'm yep. sorry.
3: Um, and and there's there's a lot of uh, sort of uh, in not only in the names, but in the presentation of the devils, there are some uh, heavy Christian undertones.
4: Yeah, and uh, you know, d with its uh, mythology of gods and devils and demons and so on and so forth, has borrowed heavily from Christianity and uh, sort of um, – uh, Sort of weird uh, occult sort of things that aren't, they're sort of Christian or sort of kind of related. I mean, not necessarily recognized by Christianity, but it's kind of Christian adjacent. Adjacent, adjacent. yes. Yes. Um, And then also similar things with other cultures. And so, you know, you'll find um, deities and creatures and monsters and so on in Dungeons and Dragons that are named after real world deities and pantheistic societies because it just sort of. Yeah. Plundered all of those for but yeah. It's using myth yeah. right, as as a source.
3: And what d what what the early editions tried to do was give make sure that these devils had interesting looks to them, mm. um, so that they wouldn't all just be you know horned guys. Asmodeus looks like a an impeccably dressed, handsome older guy, beard, um, little horns. But then you put him next to Balzabal who in the first edition monster manual basically had a fly head, mm. mm-hmm. um,
2: and, and Garion,
3: who had a big serpentine body. Um, so, But flies and serpents are definitely sort of embedded in the lore of, of devils in real-world myth society. Right. So,
0: Baalzabah was the lord of the flies, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. My, William Golding. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh,
3: yeah. Um, and so some of them look more like a traditional devil, as we imagine them, than others. Some of them look weirdly monstrous, um, but all of them are kind of scary. But the important thing is Asmodeus is the main archdevil. Yeah. And he decides... Who who rules which layers of hell? And if an archdevil on another layer is not living up to expectations, Asmodeus can basically connive or dethrone that archdevil and install a new one. Mm -hmm. And over the course of additions, um, we have either sub—at times probably unconsciously and at other times consciously—switched those out Mm to suggest or indicate the idea that hell is not, hell, the hells are not static. Um, And because of all the political backstabbing that comes with being a devil and a lawful evil individual, that there have been changes over time, that old archdevils have uh, fallen out of favor or been pushed out by their rivals and um, had new people elevated up in their place.
4: Interesting. Yeah, and one of the weird things about that kind of change that's been made in, you know, who's on top when, uh, of which layer, is that those changes were often made independent of other products that came out at the time. And so, um, you know, when uh, so-and-so fell and so-and-so was elevated in sort of the timeline of the various worlds of D&D, is kinda really fuzzy. It's yeah.
3: just, it's just yeah. sort of... Some are, some are a little bit easier to peg than others because there were some product to buttress it. Like when in 2nd edition there was a product called A Paladin in Hell mm-hmm. and that ends with a showdown with Garion, the, the ruler then of the fifth layer of Hell. Yeah. And it's sort of assumed that when that adventure concludes, Garion is out. Okay. Um, that that event was sort of precipitated his exit and fall from Asmodeus' favor. and, and he so still when exists? He's, he's still alive. Um, the A devil can get just pushed out politically. Right. A devil that dies on a plane other than its own doesn't truly die at reforms back in the Nine Hells. A devil that dies in the Nine Hells can still come back, usually as a lower-order devil that then has to work its way back up through the diabolical hierarchy to achieve any status, it, to reachieve any status it lost.
0: I love that diabolical is an actual
3: adjective about. <laughs> the, the, yes, it is them. an actual no, adjective. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it makes sense in this context. Yes, exactly. um, not so, just in um, And in other cases, we don't really know what happened, as Matt said, to cause the change. Okay. Like, um, between editions, often these changes happen. Uh, there, the Lord of the sixth layer of Hell um, has changed a number of times. It was once in, in Planescape, the Hag Countess
2: mm-hmm.
3: was the, uh, the Archdevil in charge of that. Archdevil, but then uh, with I think fourth edition, that was replaced by Asmodeus's daughter Glazia. Ah. and she became and still is the Archdevil of that layer. Is, uh,
0: and so all the now leaders of each layer, in, uh, uh, many of them are in Morty Tome of Foes, it up to be able to be yes. used. Uh, a few of them. Yes, yes. interesting. interesting. But not all yeah, of them.
4: Not all
3: of them.
0: <clears throat> not each of the, of the nine layers. Um, but I know at least uh,
4: Moloch <clears throat> is, is in there.
3: Moloch is definitely in there. Moloch's an interesting character.
4: Yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about each, each about one ahead. of these if we can, yeah. So um, Moloch is a name that's used a lot in a lot of the older products, and um, it wasn't really, I think, until very recently that we figured out um, that there's a connection between Moloch and the original was it or the first edition was it player's handbook <coughs> or the DMG player's handbook, yeah. um, where uh, the sort of creature or the there's a, a statue of something on that, the cover of that book, and the adventurers are prying uh, the gem out of the... Oh, yeah. The the very famous. Yeah, the, I love yeah. that. First yeah. edition, first yeah. cover. Um, f- it wasn't until very recently that we sort of figured out, like, that's probably Moloch, because of various other depictions of Moloch that had happened earlier on.
0: Oh, it's a statue to him. Yeah. yeah. When the, you look at, when the you ruby ruby look at that
3: illustration and you look at the black and white illo rendered of him in the first edition Monster Manual 2, mm. yeah. there is a definite likeness. Um,
0: and it looks like they're in a cultist,
4: yeah. uh, uh, you know, area. It's
0: not mm-hmm. definitely yeah. a holy
4: uh, yeah. in any in any way. Yeah. So, and I have a vague recollection <clears throat> that somebody actually tracked down someone who was familiar with the art process.
3: Yeah. So, um, without going too far down this rabbit hole, uh, that cover. Uh, this is some of this is this is all third hand information coming. So, <laughs> believe it at your peril. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, but. Apparently, it wasn't the cover that Gary wanted or expected for the players handbook. Mm-hmm. Um and uh when it arrived, he was somewhat surprised, but the off the artist would, uh apparently referred to it as Molly, the the actual statue. Oh. Um and so Molly Moloch. Mo- you know, yeah, there's there. a
0: connection there. Um, and
3: yeah. so if that story is true, then uh that sort of helps kind of cement that nice um
0: so we're like triangulating that information, but it's yeah, like, all right, we're yeah. like 95% right. sure that that is what now, Moloch it, well, looks Yeah, like.
3: but there, there are some conflicting uh, thoughts about that as well. So it may, in fact, be proven ultimately false. But when you, when you do look at the illustration of the Monster Manual 2 and you compare it to the of, – of Moloch in Monster Manual 2 and you compare it to the illustration on the cover of the Player's Handbook, you start to see certain similarities.
0: Now what, uh, what kind of an uh, archdevil was Moloch? What was his character? Like. he was kind of a bruiser, wasn't he? Yeah, uh
3: he's
4: he's a he's a beefcake. Um <laughs> but uh <laughs> Always he's, working out. He's uh he was exiled. Um so uh you know, he's one of those ones that it's sort of looking for a return. Um there are there are other devils out there that arch devils that or or previous arch devils that are um characters that are looking to return to hell uh gargoth is another one um and i think garyon is as well mm-hmm. at this point yeah because he was thrown out but now he's right trying
0: to get yes. back yeah. yes interesting or thrown out at least as being an archdevil but he was always yeah. still there uh what about mephistopheles what is what is that character so like?
3: mephistopheles is the archdevil of the eighth layer of hell called cania and he is probably of all the Archdevils the one closest to Asmodeus in power, um, and he and Asmodeus have had a prickly relationship. But I think it—I think it holds the old aphorism: "You keep your enemies close." Is mm-hmm. exactly why Mephistopheles has never been dethroned or cast out by Asmodeus um, from his stronghold. Uh, um, on the icy layer in which he lives, um,
4: yeah. And the I just wanted to bring up that one of the things we try to do with uh, Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes is give each of the Archdevils who are rules a layer sort of a, their own shtick. They do have some of that in previous lore, but a lot of the previous lore is often based upon the sort of political struggle and who's on top when and all that kind of stuff, yeah. rather than saying, "Okay, this Archdevil wants this." And, you know, this is how they go about getting it. So games Atonal Foes, you can look forward to sort of learning what the motivations are between, behind these archdevils like Mephistopheles and so on. Um, and because then you learn basically, okay, here's why uh, not only would, you know, you like to make a deal with Mephistopheles, but why he'd make to make a deal with you. This is the kind of deal that Mephistopheles makes. This is the kind of deal that Zariel makes. These are the kinds of people that they're trying, to, the sort of souls they're trying to entice into hell. Um, right. because, you know, that that way they kind of get this this soul uh, direct as opposed to sort of what typically happens, which is if you're lawful evil and you uh, you haven't been particularly beholden to any particular god or devil or whatever, you end up emerging from the river Styx, which uh, wipes all your memory and you come out as a lemure, the lowest version of devil um, and if you want to Get anywhere in hell, you have to sort of work your way up the hierarchy from being a measly little demure. How does that usually happen, as far as working your way up? Does
0: it come just from stabbing the person that's ahead of you, <laughs> or, or getting more it's, souls to
4: sign contracts? Yes. So Avernus, Avernus is the first layer of hell, and. Um, one of the things about hell is that you typically can't get from layer to layer without going through each layer. So, if you want to get to the third layer, you got to go through the second, uh, and you have to sort of that kind of thing. If you want to get higher in your ranking, you have to go through the various steps of uh, you know uh, evolution, let's say yeah. from one to the next. Yeah. And I would imagine that you know most lemures need to just. Do a really good job following the orders of anybody around them who gives them <laughs> orders of higher ranking, and maybe at some point somebody notices that they are terrible. But I mean, I imagine most Lemures just spend really long time. Yeah. I, think,
3: I think when you're a Lemure, really, it's just your it's just odds. You know, yeah. are you in the right place at the right time when you get promoted? Because what happens is Archdevil Asmodeus can promote anybody to be a, a ruler of a layer of hell, yeah. and they become an Archdevil. An Archdevil has the power to elevate any devil underneath them I up. And sometimes when the devilish, when devils get thinned out, they just have to bring in more souls, make lemures out of them, and then elevate those lemurs to fill in the ranks that have been depleted in the blood war or whatever other conflicts happen. So if you just happen to be the lemur that gets the finger pointed at you and then bam, you are now whatever, the next whatever, step up. Yeah. Imp. Okay, now you're an imp. You, you can actually think and have a conversation with people and connive and plot and you know stab people with your stinger in the neck and do all kinds of funny things to elevate yourself. Now you're on sort of a path progression up toward becoming higher and higher rank until finally you are a pit fiend waiting for somebody to piss Asmodeus off so that Asmodeus can point at you and go, you are now... The ruler of this layer of hell. Mm. It's a long journey. Sometimes it lasts many, many lifetimes uh, to get from Lemur to Pit Fiend. Yeah. Most people don't make it.
4: Most souls don't even. Uh, yeah. 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 And one of the great things about the Blood War is that if you happen to be one of those mirrors or one of those other things and uh, the, the demons invade and they uh, kill you, you cease to exist. <laughs> so <laughs> well, that's good. Chances of your uh, ascending up the ranks at that point, very <laughs> slim. <laughs> Is it, wait. But I thought when
0: they, if devils uh, perish on their plane, they could reform. But that's not true for lemures.
3: Well, if a devil dies on the nine Hells, it's pretty much kaput. Oh, okay. Yeah,
4: yeah. Other planes, they and, they turn into. Um,
3: lemures rarely get sent to the material plane, <laughs> except by accident. They they
4: yeah. get you know turned into goo in the case of devils, or a cloud of smoke, or flies, or whatever. Um, You know, and then they sort of reform back in hell. Uh, But in hell, a devil, if it's killed, it's done.
3: The other interesting thing about archdevils is that they're highly intelligent and civilized. Unlike demon lords who, you know, are crass, horrible, monstrous, depraved. And mad. Mad, yeah, usually completely insane. Um, Devils at that level are playing political games that make the pol- the politics of any material plane world seem tame by comparison. Right. And they're dealing with one another, and they're dealing with mortals, and they've got courts. They've got uh, military advisors. They've got vassals. They've got courtiers. They've got succubi and incubi to entertain them. They've got huge numbers of people... Uh, toadying up to them mm-hmm. um, to be the next person chosen to be their consort or companion or general or whatever yeah. so they've all got their palaces and their courts surrounding them so when you go to an archdevil you're not just encountering the archdevil you're encountering their entire spectrum, uh, their entire court and having to deal with that
0: are all of them as as opulent as as you're describing it varies <laughs> it, it
3: really does it's it's really strongly based tied to personality to each one yeah. right
4: and uh so so that what that means for sort of you know adventures and so on that where you're dealing with devils or you going to hell and that kind of a thing is that uh it won't always be as simple as <laughs> you know give me your soul and i'll give you power it, it sometimes they'll they'll just make a deal with you because it's convenient for them so you know maybe you do make a deal with the devil, and get away scot-free, right? You get the At money. At the first time. You know, yeah, <laughs> and it works out. And, you know, and, well, now we've got a working relationship
3: here. I right. can you know? yeah, <laughs> like, make a follow-up deal that just, might not be as good for now you. Now that we've established trust, let's, yeah. talk, let's <laughs> talk about our mutual futures. Yeah, uh, Yeah. the other thing, too, is our, about Archdevils are very busy, so they have vassals to basically serve as intermediaries. So you, if you go to the Iron City of Dis, you're not just going to be able to talk to Disbater. You're going to have to talk to the bureaucracy right? and and, and penetrate that yeah. before you even get anywhere near the Archdevil. And that's more hellish than anything <laughs> yes. we've been talking about yes. so far. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, that's a lot. Uh, there's a lot more information in Morning Canyon's Tome of Fos, yes, uh, which comes out uh, May 29th everywhere and May 18th in your local game store. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get more there. But in the meantime, if people want to ask you questions about which Archdevil is your favorite— uh, where can they ask you?
3: I'm on Twitter at Chris Perkins, DND. Also on Twitter at, at CERN, S-E-R-N-E-T-T.
0: And I am at Greg Tito, uh, but I don't know anything about Archdevils, so don't bother me there. I will be back with another segment uh, in next week, so thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> Oh my God.
1: Crazy.
0: Gosh, I feel like like a little bit sinister right now. I know. Yeah. Do you want to be a devil?
1: I am a devil. <laughs> I want to be the most powerful. I devil. I see you
0: writing down some things on that piece of paper. That's not a contract uh, for your soul to I go into the nine hells, is it? Sold. It. Oh, all right.
1: I needed the money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like you need to speak to a motivational speaker more than ever.
1: I do. <laughs> Be Dave, help me get my soul back.
0: Let's call up Dave and uh, let's find out uh, how he can help. Okay.
1: It already is.
0: You got to project that yes. out there into the world. It's in there.
5: You do. You have to declare your intent. Yes, exactly. Awesome. And, and I'm going to say words to attempt to make it awesome. It is. It's
1: already. <laughs> do you notice I'm already sitting up straighter?
5: Exactly. Well, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, we had a we had a little exchange there where I explained to them how amazing it is to be on the official D and D Twitch channel. This is like a this is a high water mark, and and I just like to say, folks, gamers, if I can be sitting here having this conversation with these people right now. Anyone can believe me. Don't give up. It's At
1: true. Length. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, low bar. You say you want to be on Dragon Talk, and you'll be on Dragon Talk. <laughs> That's, what?
5: That's it. That's it. You might have to make a couple other appearances first, but it can be done. That's all I'm saying.
0: I think you you're be... selling yourself uh, pretty short. Uh, yeah. In that, uh, your <laughs> resume is
5: pretty amazing.
1: I was kind of geeking out when I did a little research on you.
5: Like, ooh. What. Well, Thank you. Yeah, uh, I've been fortunate. It's been uh, I kind of been participating in this space for a while. Actually, I have to give one little disclaimer before we start. Uh, sure. I adopted two cats exactly uh, a week ago. Oh, ten days ago. So yeah. you're new. You're cats new to this. Cats love Dragon Talk. I'm very I'm very new to the cat thing, and they acclimated to the family maybe two days ago, where they're like, "Oh, okay, we love you now." Yeah. So. <laughs> Maybe 30 seconds before we went live, my little girl just rolled up and was just like, "I'm gonna rub all over the mic," and I was like, "Please don't." And then she's like, "I'm just gonna plop in your lap," and I'm like, "Well, uh, okay. So if I look down periodically with mild horror, because 'cause I'm getting my uh legs needed. Yeah, little uh." Head close.
0: Very very we, sharp ones.
1: We get it. cats always yeah. make an appearance on Dragon. Talk. I know
0: when we were talking to Lisa Chen, right? Yeah, it she, was a constant. Like, her cat kept on not just on the lap. She was walking right in front of the camera.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, right. and kept being like, "Oh, plop it down," and then would get right back up. And then eventually, she just gave up, and it was like, "I'm just gonna yeah. pet the cat here on on the on the skypes."
5: Well, I, I I skip straight to that. I'm petting her now, <laughs> hoping I've immobilized her. I have her in a grappled condition right now to speak the language of the people. Oh, I, I appreciate I appreciate <laughs> yeah. you doing that. I don't know yeah. how long it, yep. how long there it's it going to last. Always so, get a
0: segue uh, back to the D and D as much yeah. as you can.
1: You're good. It you're is. good. gonna.
0: Um, but you're you've got an awesome uh, premiere this this uh, this week, right? Uh, for Inkwell Society with Maze Arcana.
5: Yes, we, we actually we had our first session last Wednesday. Uh, we're, we're going for episode two this Wednesday. It's uh, Inkwell Society is our Eberron game, which is on uh, twitch.tv forward slash Maze Arcana. We're playing level zero characters. Love it. Zero. Zero. Uh, it doesn't get much squissier than that. Uh, I, I pointed out that, that uh, an angry barmaid with a rolling pin... Is capable of a TPK for all of us, like more, like <laughs> or even like, just like, a like,
1: hateful word or a
5: grimace. Yeah, it, uh. we, we, we are vulnerable to harsh language. Yes, <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, yeah. It, and and I don't just mean like cutting words could kill any one of us. I mean just like like what are you even doing here? We're like
2: We don't know.
1: Die. Can yeah. you actually
2: be level 0?
0: Well, I mean, I think I was talking to Rudy <laughs> about this and it's all about you guys coming up with like your classes like being and born? and what you do right as the sessions are happening, which is huh. super fascinating.
5: Yes, it it is going to be decision-based leveling. So like the things we do in the game and the actions we take will like dictate our career paths that uh you can't uh, theoretically be just, um, I don't know, like this burly in everybody's face brawler hitting people with two by fours. And then when we level say, I'm a wizard now. It's like, well, no, <laughs> you're not. Yeah, You're not. Can't yeah. just do that. It's, yeah. Your past it's interesting. Is your it past. is is—it is very different from what I'm accustomed to, but, uh, but I'm enjoying the challenge. Yeah, definitely.
0: Right. Because you can't really go in with any preconceived notions or like... I guess it, like, it removes the metagaming a little bit, right? So you can't be like, well, you'll be the healer and you'll be the wizard. Like you kind of have to do it through play, which i I don't know. That's really neat.
5: Yeah, it, 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 it's an interesting idea. And he's been very adamant that we not discuss our classes, that we not think ahead. And, and I'm the dude. I'm a min-max. and I am. I'm, I'm the guy that when the campaign starts, I map my character trajectory from, like, 1 to 20. Like, I already know. It's, like, at, at level 4, I'm taking this feat. Uh, at level 9, I'll have this ability. Like, I'm that dude. So
6: to have it be, like, just show up and see what happens, I'm like, oh,
5: okay.
1: But just show up and not, you don't know who you're, like what you, what class you would end up being. It's just kind of like all of a sudden I pointed and like a magic missile came out of my hand.
6: Well, again, we've only had one session, and I know that he's got a grand plan that has not been revealed yet. And somewhere off in the distance, I hear his teeth grinding, as I'm misstating things. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but my understanding of it is, well, what, what we did is we came up with fairly elaborate elaborate and intricate backstories about who we are, where okay. we came from, what we've been through, why we're in Sharn. So that is kind of informing who we are and who we like, show up in episode one as. But in terms of like our classes and skills and all of that stuff, yeah, it's gonna be dictated by by the decisions we make, yeah.
0: I like that a lot because you can't well it's it's harder to play against type, I guess, you know, because you have to you have to very much make the conscious decision that this is what my character would do in this this moment, but like yeah i don't know i i like i said I, I i'm like with you at some point where like i i plan out a little bit where things are gonna go at least in the next couple of levels maybe not all 20 like you but mm-hmm. like i you know i i this is this is the concept from for 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 my guy or my girl right and not having that control that's i don't know i mean it's 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 risky it's,
6: <laughs> it's extremely risky and in fact what well, it was it was funny because we had our first episode and uh i You should watch it if you haven't watched it yet. Uh, The the VOD is up on twitch.tv slash Maze Arcana. Yeah. But we definitely run into an altercation. And I went back and I watched the stream because I always watch any stream that I'm on and I read all the comments. It's (laughs) funny because when I write things, I never read the comments. But like performance things, I always do. I don't know why. It's like it's different in my brain somehow.
0: (laughs) Shelly's the exact opposite.
1: Never heard. I've never heard one episode of Dragon Talk. Ever. Uh, I don't even know if it's uh, a real thing. It's not. We
6: just make <laughs> you come uh, in here. Yeah. If afterwards, if you like, if you like, I could give you some notes, Shelly. <laughs> oh, no. God. From you, no, I might no, take them. No, you're doing fantastic it's beautiful. But uh, we, we, we definitely run into this. Uh, we run into an altercation. And in chat, they were like, oh, they're going to smash these people. And on the inside, I'm like, I don't think we are. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> and watching like Chad slowly realize like what this is and who we are was was a really interesting uh, situation. Oh, man. Now,
1: are these people that you have played D&D with before or is this group a new group together?
6: I had never rolled dice with anyone in this group. So there is me, B. Dave Walters, there's uh, Satine Phoenix, friend of the show, uh there is Kai Norman, uh Sig, uh Sig Neutron, um, Nora Ibrahim and Kyle Vogt. And I knew Satine from Geek and Sundry. Mm-hmm. And uh and Rudy's DM, of course, I can't leave him out, you know, as the as the ambient world of the uni- uh, voice of the universe. Rudy right. Wood. Um, <laughs> So I, I knew Satine from Geek and Sundry, and the first time that I met most of this crew was at a uh, Charity D20 um, a little while back. Right. So because um, we, we kind of got connected. So because I have I have a show on Geek and Sundry called uh, Ask Your Black Geek Friend, and uh, that I'm co-host of. And well an awesome show, things, by the way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I appreciate
6: that. Yeah, you know, good stuff. I yeah, I um <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm 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 also on a we're alive frontier on Project Alpha while I'm naming things, but uh, <laughs> Rudy and Satine's book came out, and I'd messaged Satine because I'd just seen her around the studio. We hadn't even done anything together. I mean, she's obviously she's very hard to miss. She's colorful and beautiful and wonderful. So uh, I messaged her and I just asked like, would you like me to promote your book on our show, Um Sanitar's Lost Notes? Yeah. Available now on DM Skill. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> and, uh, it's,
5: it's seamless. It's seamless, right? So uh, she was like, yeah, absolutely, please do. And so I got on the show. I talked about it, talked about how great it was, how much I love D&D. And I clipped it out, and I sent it to her afterwards. And she was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Uh, in fact, we're doing this thing coming up soon. Maybe you'd like to be a part of it. And that was Charity 20. And um, I went and I played and that was actually my first time getting to game on stream. I've been role playing, especially D&D, since I was 13, wow. which is a lot longer ago than I would like to admit. Uh, but <laughs> I've been doing it for years, but I, my introduction to the streaming space was talk. So that was the first time I got to play on stream and, um, you know, I really did my best and I, I think I did all right and I must have done okay because I've gotten asked to do some things since then. So, yeah. Cool. So,
1: so how was it? Was it, like, is it how is it different from just just gaming or just talking?
5: It is incredibly different because uh, I, I can tell you this right now, um, vaguely, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, working, we're, we're working on another show at Geek and Sundry, which is another gaming based show., yeah. and so we've been playing the game, right? And we're playing the game, and we're having a great time. And I mean, we're throwing candy at each other. I mean, like everything that you would see in like a commercial about what game night is supposed to look like. Like we're really doing that. <laughs> and then, and then we get to the end of it, and we're like, yeah, but that won't work on Twitch. Like what we just did would be awful to watch because people are yelling and they're jumping up and things. So you you definitely have to be you have to be mindful of two things. You have to be mindful of what it's like for someone to watch what you're doing mm-hmm. because like um, inside jokes. Um, And, you know, Greg and I nerding out about the stickers on his laptop. I mean, that's fun for us, but that's not necessarily fun for an audience. So that's one thing, one thing to be aware of. And the other thing is you have to be aware of, like, your limitations. Because even right now, if we're talking, if I'm like, okay, so I sneak up like this. (laughs) You know, you're like, no, 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 not that. Nobody can see you when you're (laughs) off camera. Yeah, Yeah. don't do that thing. Yeah, But, but besides that, then it's pretty much the same thing. I think if you if you take every game you've played at the table and you try and extract all of your like detours and non sequiturs and jokes that you start talking about and rambling about Netflix, which, I mean, in my experience, is a pretty good chunk of game night because it's just as much about hanging out with your friends right. as playing the game. Right. Um, so you have to extract all of that. And then it's like the distilled essence Of game night.
0: It's like a heightened version. That's what I always try to like. It's it's like you're a little bit on, you're a little bit performing for it. There still can be some crosstalk and some joking around, but it has to be like, you know, you're on, right? So it feels very different than, uh, uh, you know, just uh, being around a table and joking and having no, uh, uh, I don't know, not importance, but no like performance aspect of it, uh, which, you know, but yeah, as soon as you get those cameras on, it has to be like this is an entertainment. Uh, in addition to it being entertaining to just play the game
5: yeah we we just did uh, a couple of weeks ago we did the the anniversary stream where we played in the critical role campaign setting, yeah, and that was interesting because they set it up as um three three hour sessions there was a three four hour sessions well, it was the entire day no it was three 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 hour sessions with a break oh. in between where uh it was a group we three different groups of players played the same group of characters at different levels does that make sense
2: mm-hmm. so yes. one
5: group was them at level one one group was them at level six and we were them at level 10 oh cool um yeah living in the world with like the repercussions of the things that they done uh earlier it's just, and like, we life. Kind of just like life i am yeah. still yeah.
1: dealing with 10 year old shelly's Idiotic choices. You
0: made some bad calls.
1: Dead.
5: <laughs> it, but you, but you, but you, you made some good ones though. Because look where you are. Look where. Right. Look. Gaze around the room, Sally, Yes. Started from the bottom. Right. Now we're here. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Should have worn sunscreen uh,
1: though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: but that was that was also a very interesting play experience because uh, Eric um, and uh,
6: Ryan Green. And um, it's funny, I'm so used to just looking Eric in the eye and just saying, Eric, you know, she'll tomorrow, Eric. And I'm running through the last name of every Eric I know, and I can't think of his. <laughs> <laughs> Eric yeah. the what? the Red. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Eric. Yeah, kind of. Eric right. Roberts. What, Eric. <laughs> well, let's say, like, Eric's tall. It's funny, but, like, I'm, like, 6'9", if you haven't seen him, like, Freaky Ginormous. Like, you can wow. see at the beginning of her. Inkwell Society intro video, like I'm I'm gigantic, like that, I count as a very, I'm a variant human.
0: That like superhero and, lineup shots of you guys, you are definitely the tallest. That's why you have okay. to be like the gangly uh, halfling, uh, you know, uh, wizard.
6: <laughs> exactly, like yeah, just just play. Exactly against time, like a ha, smoke bomb. Yeah, but the people are always like, you know, Eric, the tall guy. And I'm like, I'm afraid I need you to be more specific. I don't know, Eric Campbell, 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 Eric Campbell. Eric Campbell. I love you dearly, Eric Campbell. Eight bit, well, Eric. But you know, well, you know, when you just talk to your bros, like, you're not like, hello, Greg Tito.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: well, you know we are. actually, this in this day and age, yeah, that's I get referred to by Tito a lot. Yeah. Mostly because there was Mm -hmm. another Greg here when I started. Until you uh, killed him. The amazing Greg Bilslin. And then I killed him and took his essence.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there can be only one. It's true. It's true. Uh, uh, Eric played the character at level one. And then Eric actually ran the campaign for session two. And Ryan Green played the character in session two. And then Sax Carr ran the campaign for session three. And I was the character um, in session three. And it's funny because Eric played him. uh, He's a half-core paladin. And Eric played him like a, this kind of like British uh, dockhand dude, <laughs> and then uh, Ryan played him like this like, PTSD gritty Avenger oh. guy. And then I came along and I just looked at it and I was like, "What does high charisma and low intelligence look like?" <laughs> and I was like, "He'll just be like a good version of Gaston from Beauty and the Beast." <laughs> and I was very oh. boisterous and you know oblivious. And um, it was neat to kind of like be able to interpret the character through the lens of what they'd done, but still try and take it in the way that I wanted to go. Um, not yeah. to get to it inside the actor studio there. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: uh, <laughs> You're talking to two former my, theater majors. Where's my
0: stack of blue cards that I need to start asking <laughs> you questions?
1: That's how we should set up the studio. <laughs>
0: it's, it's true.
6: With James Lipton. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, two of the characters apparently had. Uh, So when we got there, Sam DeLev rolls up to us, and Sam is like, uh, she wants to Kelly Lynn and I, and she's like, I think your two characters are in love. And we were like, this seems legit, because our characters ended up in love last time we played. So we were like, sure, absolutely, (laughs) we're in love. And six months had passed between their session and our session. So we started out with just like, we're together now, let's go through this. And afterwards, we talked to Ryan and Jody, and they were like, we didn't think that at all. We (laughs) <laughs> no attraction to each other, like in game. So Sam just like uh, Sam does, <laughs> uh, you know, going and doing a new thing. But it's it worked out. So. Smooth
1: matchmaking. But
0: I like even even just the way you're describing them. I mean, there's you know, there's ebbs and flows in every relationship. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. going to be points Sometimes where. It just takes a while. Perhaps during their session, they were on the outs, or they you know they were exploring different avenues. They were
1: just friends.
0: But then they, they you they were guys dating re- other people. You reconnected in the third session, right?
6: Well, if speed taught me anything, uh, there's chemistry in shared trauma, right?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> you
0: you can kill a
6: lot of gnolls together, and you're like, you're, you're beautiful when you're, you know, your hair true. is tinged.
0: And you're and covered you're in, cover, in gnoll blood.
6: Covered in gnoll blood. Yes, it's a, it's
0: a <laughs> it's natural aphrodisiac. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yeah, you People know, her, uh, hair, right? yeah, exactly. He's, he Makes bottles that lovely,
2: stuff up. a lovely. Rouge.
0: <laughs> nice. mm-hmm. It does. It brings it out. Brings it out. It's a natural nice natural hallucinogen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all that. All I see is knolls. Though it's just all like howling and.
1: It could be romantic.
0: It could be romantic. I mean, um, if
6: you're into that, you know.
0: Yeah. So yeah. you were. Uh, you said you started playing when you were 13. Just a few
1: years ago?
6: Yeah, just
0: so that's three right. years ago.
6: <laughs> in, in, in times long past, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm substantially older than I look. I might qualify as a lich now. Um, I appreciate I like that. I got like my shirt. Um, Yeah, there it is. Exactly. Yeah. Look out for my people there. Yeah. Exactly. Uh,
0: so, yeah, what was also, that like? When did, how did you start?
6: The very first game I played was actually, so this is funny. So I was at, uh, well, You can't say it's funny because now you're going to hear and you're like, that's not funny at all. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Star Trek The the Next Generation was on, and it was my birthday. And my mom took me to this little hobby shop to buy me a gift. And when I was looking around, because I wanted a model of the Enterprise, and I was looking around and I saw a book that was Ninjas and Super Spies, the original Ninjas and Super Spies. So, of course, you were a kid. I'm like, both ninjas and super spies? <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> bought the book. But I got it home, and it was, you know, the tabletop RPG, but I'm flipping through it, and there's numbers and charts, and I'm like, what is this? It's mm. like a math book. I don't understand it. <laughs> so, <laughs> we actually returned it and bought the Enterprise model. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Years later, I would acquire basically every Ninjas and Super Spy supplement, but I guess technically that was my first brush with tabletop gaming. Uh, <laughs> how I old were you say, How
0: old were you then when, when you did that?
6: I had to be about eight. Oh, okay. Which, so it eight, was...
0: Ten. Which is yeah, really hard math, to parse <laughs> those, those early uh, RPG manuals because, right, it was not a lot of images, a lot of type. Yep.
2: Yeah.
6: Yep. And some, like, pencil sketches and then, like, the, the margin and stuff. Yeah, right. And then all, like, freaking Spy versus Spy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so then I uh, circle back around a few years later, and I got into riffs because oh. uh, a buddy of mine, my best, the best friend of my best friend, you know how that works, where right. you're like, we're super bros, but you guys are great, and so, like, we're always together type yeah. thing. Even though we're not super bros, Shelley, we are. I know. Like... <laughs> Like, I feel it. It's official. Totally. It's canon, it's canon now. Yep. Put it in the wiki. Yeah. It's in the wiki. Uh, he was in the rifts, and so we started playing that, and uh, another friend of mine was like, you should play, if you like that, you should play D&D, because I don't know if anybody here remembers the old Rifts game. It was like, the power creep was insane. Like, yeah. every book had something that was like so much stronger than the book before it, where it's like basically the game didn't make any sense. And so my other buddy was like, We should play D and D instead. Now I'm from the South. I'm from Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, okay. So yes. So my mom was very much the
5: Dungeons and Dragons. Don't you know what that leads to? You know that <laughs> right.
1: which, That was my mom. She knew Mrs. Tito.
5: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, but I, I was at the proper age that I was like, oh it leads there. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see where this is. Yeah, let's see where this goes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh wait. So the, she thought it led to like you know uh, sex and drugs, and not uh, to the to the devil worship because that's where my mom immediately went to, where it was like you're gonna lose your soul.
5: Right, exactly. All right, you you're you're like uh, everything's negotiable, mom. You know, let, <laughs> let, let, let's just let's just see what's being offered. I'll right? be able to get it back through adventuring. That's <laughs> just how it goes. It's just yeah. role playing. Trust me, you're like a uh, redemptive arc is good drama. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> just like your stories, mom. Yeah. <laughs> trust me. You're gonna love this. It's gonna pay off. <laughs> hey, Mom Tito, uh, Tito, it paid off. See, yeah, Mark, it yeah. Paid off.
0: I, here she I am. She
1: still doesn't know where Greg works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I've kept, I've kept it secret for three years. She think
1: you're still in North Carolina. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm
0: just like I'm. I'm a priest. <laughs> I'm a priest, Mom. I swear.
5: Yeah, you're you're, you're like a perhaps a cleric. Yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah. Every yeah.
0: Sunday we gather together and roll dice. True. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like we uh we we smite the wicked. That's what I do for a living, Mom. It's true. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a it's like a, it's like a it's like a Constantine reboot starring you. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, but yeah
0: I, I need to take up smoking again. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, then I, I got my I got my first player's handbook. I still have it when like the seams used to fall apart and it got all ratty on the end. You know, Like I can calculate Thacko. I can calculate. fifth wow. Gates. Yeah. The, the kids, the kids, they don't know how easy they've got it. No. You know? Thacko was so hard. You were like, yes. wait, why is this backwards but forwards? Well, and Yes. 18 double o strength
0: yes right so were you were you a fighter back then would you would you play as a fighter did you get those bonuses you
5: you may recall me saying i was a min maxer i was the fighter mage thief wow i was largely useless for big chunks of of the story until it all kind of like clicked but the game was so much harder then which is funny because I was about to say the game was so much harder because, like, as a wizard, you had to start with, like, 1d4 hit points and things like that. Yeah. Except I'm playing in a game now where I started with four hit points. So, <laughs> yeah. You know? Maybe and I was just soft comes, back then. At least at least that guy could cast spells and stuff. I, right. One spell you know, once a day. <laughs> one spell once a day. Make it count. Right? Yeah. Make it count. Do
0: that magic uh, method. That sleep. Just sleep. put him to sleep
5: oh, no, they missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We may have discovered the origin of my hatred of nulls. you know, like a missed sleep spell at the wrong time, and then that's everything else went wrong. It all yep. came from there. It, all right, it.
0: so you were a min-max. So you got all, How oh, man, so that took forever for you to level. Is that basically what you're saying?
5: Man, yeah, it did. Yes, it did. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I had, I had a character, um who was a fighter mage thief who was based on vampire hunter d which i thought was the most profound thing ever you know so the big (laughs) hat and the big sword and i mean i was like so cool you couldn't tell me anything and then uh after that i played a blade singer for a long time and i i I think in in my heart like fighter mage is where i tend to come down Mm -hmm. um but as like a personal weakness of mine, because my, my group, because I, I play in some groups and I DM another group and I know they're watching right now. And I always go back and forth with uh, uh, one of my players about the fact that it's like I can't give up level nine spell casting. Like I can't do it. Right. right? Like even <laughs> even though like logically I know what are the odds that this game is going to play that far. You know They're, they're pretty slim. They're pretty slim that you, you can go the whole distance. Yeah, it's like a two year, uh,
0: three year commitment right there.
5: Right, right. Although I, I, I did ju- our group. We went from level one to level twenty. We no did way. the whole. Wow, thing. Wow, really? I, yeah, I, I played them all through it. I played them all through it and gave them an epilogue and all that stuff. It Was great. That's impressive. Um, it we you it did take it took about took us about four years. Yeah, because you know you miss a session here and there. Yeah, you know, yeah. summertime people are here and there. Like yeah, no, but we did do it. That's good. Um, and uh, yeah, so so even though I'm like logically. You know, uh, in, in in 2026, am I gonna have access to like w- wish or miracle? You know, <laughs> that kind of thing's important to me. <laughs> so,
0: uh, um, God, you know. And the <laughs> new spells in Xanthar's Guide to Everything for for level nine are awesome. It's like, yeah, you don't
5: want to give those up. Just on the off chance you'll get there. Yeah. Just on, on the off chance, on the off chance, yes. Right. Uh so but it's, it, it's weird. I'm strange though because I actually hate the leveling process. I hate the leveling process in every game I play. Why is that? I, I, like, the end game. Okay. I like the end game. I like the end game. I like the, you're fighting gods and demons and dragons and, you know, dare I say, going through dungeons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you well, know, wait. It's, so, it's, you,
0: like in like World of Warcraft or something like that, you don't like the one through. Well, it's now it's more than sixty now,
5: but like that that right. was like
0: less fun than.
5: Oh, you see, just
1: like I, playing high level.
5: I'm
0: the opposite. Yeah.
5: But, but see, but like um, you know, like there's some of the like uh the E7 uh, leagues and things like that where you like you only started level seven or whatever. I'm right. like, eh, nah, uh-uh, nah, it's not my thing, man. It's not my thing. I I, I enjoy, I enjoy the process in the sense that I enjoy the camaraderie with friends. Like I've definitely made friends, uh, definitely in World of Warcraft, but even D&D that some of those shared experiences, you know, bond you together, like that's important. And I think it's important to play so that you know what you're doing, because if you just sit down at the table and it's like, here's a max level character, go. Well, people are gonna be like massively lost. So, I mean, that's important. But if I could sort of like play level one through five and then get, like, magically transported to the end game, I'd be that dude. That'd be pretty interesting. you could.
1: I mean, who's to say you can't just play your games like that?
5: Imagination.
1: It's a game of fantasy. (laughs) You can just do it.
5: But that'd be a really interesting stream, though,
0: too. Like, kind of even what you you were talking about with the Inkwell Society of doing, like, uh, you know, the introduction. You figured out their origin and then...
1: Fast forward. Fast I want to see like fifteen levels, like a version of D and D leveling, like speed dating.
0: Is like,
5: that what's happening? Uh, what's the, happening? The, there, there, there may be a thing in process. There oh, might be, might be working on a thing. There's oh. some secrets. Oh, no, yeah, I, I was, I was trying to be coy with my. Shh. I <laughs> thought, I yeah. thought
1: you were talking Definitely. to the kitty.
5: No, uh, <laughs> I mean also the to the cat. Yes, <laughs> but also I to you. Kitty. Oh, and also yeah. to the. Well,
0: people. I like it. I like it. Yes. Yes. Make it there. So. may be
5: a maybe a thing where we're gonna. I can't. Right. I can't
0: wait. I can't wait to watch it. That's. <laughs> well, I'm a bad.
1: Man. I already forgot what we were talking about. Well, exactly. Perfect. What? <laughs> yeah. This is a show about cats.
0: It's a show about
5: cats. Yeah. Uh, and we're, the musical. we're speed dating cats, <laughs> Shelley. That's what, That's what we're doing. does it work? it <laughs> would be awesome. Does it not work? So yes. yeah.
0: Tell me about the two cats and why you chose. Like why now? Why did you choose just to get two cats now? Are
1: they kittens or cats?
5: Uh, they're 11 months old, so they're technically kittens, but they're gigantic. Like, they're huge. They're Bombay cats, which I love. They look wow. like panthers walking around in here, and Are it's they, fantastic. Are cool. they siblings? Yes, a brother and a sister.
1: Oh, oh. isn't that interesting, yes. Greg Tito? What,
5: what, did they used to be tabaxi? Uh, they may still be tabaxi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm,
0: I'm working
5: at it, you know? And then like, did one, one of them
1: was? decide to become, like, uh, like, a... Bounty hunter or something. <laughs>
5: Stupid halfling bounty Stupid hunter.
1: Stupid halflings.
5: Yeah. Anyway. Well, I, I feel that way about halflings in general. Uh, halflings, hobbits, like small furry people. Like, um, like, no, I'm not. I'm not a fan of those. No.
0: no. <laughs> See, but if you, if you can play a cool one. Uh, but never no. mind. Never mind. I'm not, that, All right. that makes me but, have to try to be cool, and that's well, not going to uh, work.
5: Same thing in Inkwell Society. We, we have a, a gnome a mob enforcer who is a thorn in our side that I feel will be a thorn in our side for quite a while. And in the back of my mind, I know he could smash us all. Because
0: um, you guys are zero.
5: We be... are level zero. One yes, day. a, sti- a, a stiff wind could defeat our entire party, <laughs> yes. Um, and a yes, badass so, gnome. D- it, well, you know, I've seen it done. I mean, and there's definitely like characters in the fantasy, like a Hod Burfoot, although I guess he's a kinder. Yeah, um, but basically but it, a halfling, yeah. Basically a halfling. As the internet erupts into flames, the- <laughs> you and I, both of our mentions, are going to be like... Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not a
0: thing. It's not a thing. Mar- Margaret Weiss is going to message me, be like, no, that's not true. And I'm like, oh, I'm
5: Just so like, sorry. Like, take it back. Issue an on-air retraction. <laughs> that is not a thing. Yes. But they're business. Uh, I will say... <laughs> But uh, kinders are better. Yeah, there you go. That's kinders true. are better having. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, with with the cats. Uh, well, I I have uh, I have two little girls. My my kids are ten and seven. Oh, cute. And I I wanted to do a pet, and we've dog sat a couple of times, and I deeply love dogs. And my my youngest is essentially a druid. Again, to speak the vernacular. Nice. Uh, but she loves animals, like excessively loves them. Like she she was the little kid that would walk up to the dog and like squeeze it when she's like two. Yeah. And, you, and you're like, you don't have consent yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the geez, thing that that's going to get you bit. Don't yep. do that. Exactly. I'm like, please don't because I can't really blame the dog if he bites you for that. <laughs> right?
1: so that's just... what I tell my son all the time. Yeah. yeah. Not you his know, fault any... if he bites you.
5: Right. I'm like, you should not do that. Yeah. Uh, so we dog sat a couple times and it got along great, but it just didn't really fit our schedule with the walking and having to make sure we're home and everything. Right. So we we're like, well, maybe a cat, and we started researching breeds and we found out about Bombays, uh, and they're a lot like dogs. They call them Velcro cats, as this cat that was all over me has just exemplified. <laughs> Um, but they're big, they're friendly, they're pretty. Like, I didn't want a cat that was going to, like, stay in the closet all the time. Right. Like, I, I was like, I don't want to have to, like, feed to keep you alive and then be, like, resented by you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's have, like, like most a look. Cats. They give you that look. Yeah. like mm. Yeah, I'm like you need me, cat. Come on, yeah. yeah. Which is a uh, which is funny because Satine's got two cats. I don't want to bust her out too much, but one of them is like a treasure. Like you walk in the door and it's in your face like hello, person. And the other one is a closet cat like that. So I got to like definitely see both sides. Yeah. And um, like last weekend, if you were in the L.A. area, there was a big promotion uh, at at the Best Friend Shelter where they were doing uh $17 adoptions.
2: Oh
5: And. Uh, my wife sent me a picture of this little black cat. She's like, "Look at that face, right?" And I was like, "Well, she's gone. You know, she's gone. Like, we saw the picture, so thousands of people saw this cat. <laughs> like, the cat's not there. Right? But we, but we can just go take a look. Okay, sure. Because it so happens I'd gotten in a, I got in a check that I wasn't expecting, so I had a little extra money. And then she's like, "Look at this cat." So I was like, "Okay, universe, I hear you. Right? You know, <laughs> you know, I understand where now this is the going." Time yeah let's go take a look so i didn't even tell the kids we were doing we drive all the way there and then i'm like okay so we're going in the shelter but if there's any whining any crying we're leaving at that exact second because what i didn't want to happen was one loves this dog and one loves that cat and then there's tears and you know so i was like i need you both to lock it down (laughs) yeah so so we walk in and i'm just like dude but so we saw this picture and i and i show her the cat and she's like yeah she's still here and so's her brother oh wow we're like brother and she's like yeah and also she was still there also it's two-for-one adoptions this weekend, so you could adopt them both for $17. Oh. And on the, on the inside, I'm like, this is two of God's creatures for 17 bucks. But I was like, all right, well, let's, let's just go meet them. Let's make sure they're the right personality, you know, because, again, if they were too skittish or too, like, aggressive. Right. I mean, I expected them to be a little reserved around new people because they are cats. But, you know, you can kind of tell the difference of the, like... Uh, I'm not too sure about you look versus the I'm terrified of you look versus the I want to eat your face look. Right. <laughs> uh, and I I possess all of those looks for the record. So I mean, <laughs> I you're a pass. cat in a past yes. life. So we we go. And sure enough, they're there. And the the like shelter helper like takes out um, the little girl and we pet her. And then they take out the little boy and we pet him. And I'm like, well, you know, tell us about them, where they come from. And they're giving us the backstory Like he likes to play and she likes to cuddle, which is also true. And while we're talking, this other woman and two little kids walk in and her kids are like five and three. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she looks at the cats that we're there with and her eyes light up when she sees them. Uh-oh. And I'm like, oh, I know what this is. And I literally turn back to the woman in mid sentence. I'm like, well, we need to see what they're like. You know what? We'll take them.
1: Yeah.
0: Because you're and like, if she- I don't
5: do it now, it's, they're going to be gone. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, nope. Let's 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 wrap you this know, up. You know, those l-
1: people are actually paid by the animal shelter to make you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got <laughs> paid. You got paid. It was a plant. Worked. It was yes. a plant.
1: Wouldn't that be a great? That'd be a great tactic. I know. Yeah, a little they, competition. They just, no, I, I get very it, yeah. successful.
0: They
5: yep. they moved two cats that day. Yes, it absolutely worked to whatever they're paying the woman, definitely she earned
0: And now you it's might have some acting work coming if yep. you, you can be yep. that you can There's be those people sag going to other, actors. Yeah, going to other shelters. Okay, like, now i understand. You in, like... That would be awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that's what we need. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, what we need.
5: <laughs> oh, that was good. There, mommy, that's the
1: one. Oh. That's the one from the picture.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly like i'll take them all i'll take all the cats <laughs> 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 like big dramatic stogie, like nah give me all the cats
1: <laughs> that's really nice of you not to split them up
5: yes well I, I, i'm i'm glad that they that they have each other just in general cuz i'm actually glad that my Kids have each other with their age bracket that they can yeah. just kind of have fun and have shared experiences, and I kind of wanted that for the cats. Yeah, and, I mean, it, it's kind of honestly, it's paying off because they play with each other and they wrestle and they're like, you know, they are little like cat chirping and everything, which is yeah. nice. Because I mean, historically, I've I've I'm a dog guy. I'm not anti-cat, but my mom hates cats. Mm. Hates cats. My mom too. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd never had a chance to to do it till now. So we're we're ten days in, and she's uh. Walking along the windowsill over here. I might be getting revisited soon. Sweet and sweet. Uh, they're, they're like a night shift and a day shift. So she's out like all the time. Like if we're awake, she's awake. And my little boy hides the entire day. And about 9.30 he clocks in. And then he's a man of the people, and he comes out and he wants to like lay all over you and everything. But until then, he's like a vampiric cat. Mm, so if, yeah. I go, if, I, if, if, if I go missing, one of the cats was a vampire. Yeah. Oh, right. well, it's it's and it was. Well, the, I'm it glad was I guy. got to talk to you before that. Well, <laughs> uh, get revenge. That's what I need you to also get is revenge, <laughs> revenge. Jelly. I accept yeah. this question. get
1: revenge on that, that actor <laughs> and her two actor children who duped you into adopting those cats.
5: Uh, but to my greater good, to my greater good, yes. Yeah. You know, because
0: now you got two familiars, you got two uh, uh, things you can cast spells through.
5: Exactly, I, I have I have companions now that, that we can launch coordinated attacks with. Exactly. Right. We're so, working on the fastball special. If I could just like fling it somebody's face. <laughs> <laughs> Does
0: you uh, have you played uh, D D with your girls? Have you tried to introduce that to them yet?
5: Kind of. I'm building. They. I let them play with the dice sometimes, and I'm building them up to uh, the My Little Pony RPG. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which is where we're gonna start. Yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because I, I've tried to teach them things. Operative words being tried. Like I'm a <laughs> I'm a martial artist. Like I have black belts in a couple different disciplines, and I've done a bunch of stuff. Oh no, didn't. Yeah. Uh, you didn't read yeah. his bio.
0: I did. <laughs> but I'm, the, but, I'm acting surprised. But, oh, because the,
5: <laughs> <laughs> the people haven't, Shelly. Shelly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Way to call me out, though. That was cool. <laughs> it's,
5: that's another note, Shelly. <laughs> <But laughs> so call out your co-host. <laughs> yeah. Uh Yeah, so, you know, uh, but at this stage, it's more important to me that they enjoy things than be good at them, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like I'd, I'd rather they're just like, well, this was a fun time with dad. Right. So, you know, I, I don't push them too hard with the martial arts and I haven't pushed them too hard with the gaming. We've done a little. But, but what they what they like most of all is. Um, we have a game whose I was about to be upset that I forgot the name of it, but my friend doesn't work at the company anymore. So I no longer feel the need to promote them. Oh, but right. it's, it's a it's it's basically like Cards Against Humanity, but not gross. Like, okay. like a family well, okay. friendly version of Cards Against Humanity, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, apples we to We play a lot of that. Yeah, uh, it's not apples to apples. It's um, I'll find it in a second.
2: All right, <laughs> it's uh,
5: it's only because they did my friend wrong. Now I doubly don't feel the oh. need to promote.
0: Them. Understood, but they no, like no, th-
5: one. I really have forgotten, and also I, don't know <laughs> I know, blocked out. it out.
0: But I like what you're saying about like, trying to like, – because I'm that same thing. I don't want to push – my, my girls are six and four, and I'm like, I want you guys to play, but I don't want it to be like, this is daddy's thing that you must yep. enjoy uh, yep. or that's like the perfect way to push them away from something. So, yep. uh, yeah, I'm like you. I'm kind of like just testing the waters, letting them play with the dice and like, let them like, all right, you guys want to play? Let's actually like, it, have them ask me to play. Yep. But that's the secret.
5: Oh yeah. Well, they they definitely get the pretend aspect of it, you know. Clearly, right. if he's watching playing dolls and everything, and then every once in a while it's like, oh, um, let's go swimming. Well, let's see if if our friends want to go swimming. And I like materialize with the twenty cider, and I'm all like, let us find out if your friends wish <laughs> to go swimming. <laughs> Have you persuaded them or have you not? Roll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
5: And now they like want no, to play. Yeah, now they want to play. There it is. Like you've cleared the dollhouse. Everybody's coming out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no. Yeah.
0: Everybody's no. jumping in the pool. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let me know if you if you if you have more success and uh, and and what worked for you when uh, when my girls get a little bit older, I want to try having more more gaming sessions with them.
5: You know. Again, I think as long as they just feel like they're having fun with dad. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm I'm really thinking about because now the the older ones are about ten years old and I'm I'm considering as- assembling some of her friends to play. That's a good call. Which has the real makings of being a train wreck. So I've kind of just got it in my head that really we're just gonna have a little girl party. Yeah. And if they if they happen to actually like do some stuff, you know, it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. It it won't be any harder DMing for them than with a. My normal group. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> they heard An you. An army
5: of 10-year-olds would be a comparable <laughs> yep. difficulty.
1: Same attention span.
0: We often say herding, herding cats, and now you're doing you're doing both. Herding cats. Yes, well,
5: when, when I worked as a bodyguard, people asked me what it was like, and I always described it was herding cats. That was, that was my job. Yeah. And, and sometimes now, sometimes someone who actually cats. has to herd cats, that is what it is.
0: And yes. you hurl them at, at at
5: people that you need to protect. Or out of the bar. Hurling and herding. Yes, it is both of those things. Yes. Yes. So Depends. was it a, was it giant hurler? Was that was the three point five class? Was that it? Three, giant hurler? Yeah, I remember that class. Yeah, yep. You could hit people with the planet. Yeah, <laughs> with the planet. That, that, that's, that's me as an maxer. It, it was it was basically it, it, it required a very liberal interpretation of the rules. So but basically...
0: You, you had to you all, had to get a dungeon master on board.
5: You did, you did, because it, basically you could you could hit. You could you could attack with any object. You could throw any object. And there wasn't like a hard stated limit. So there were some people like me that came along that were like, I'll hit him with the planet. I just like grab a mountain and I spit it and hit him with it. <laughs> and it's all like <laughs> it <was legit. laughs> sure. But couldn't you imagine? Like like Tiamat's like rah! and you're like Ur-. Boom! <laughs> you know, like it just pivots around, just <laughs> hurtling, hurtling through space. You're like, I saved the world by hitting a dragon with a planet. <laughs> I,
0: I love your foley, uh, foley work there. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: there it goes. Yeah, it I, 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 try, I try, to create a multimedia, sensory, <laughs> uh, multi-sensory, transmedia. You're,
0: you're all over the place. There no. No, I so I bet three point five was pretty good for you as being a min-maxer Then
5: was that was that your jam? Yes and no You know, because people are like It's not fun to do that To me it really is a thought experiment, honestly It's mm. not so much that I personally Want to go out and smash everything By myself and watch the world burn I just, I like thinking through like How could I Do uh, that? Like like I'm actually Playing in a 3.5 campaign right now uh, And I, I have the, the Storied druid planar shepherd um, Which I actually managed To pull that off And I basically can't die. Like we're level 12 and I think my AC is 58. What? What? Yeah, I'll send you the sheet. Hand to God, hand to God, people of the interwebs. All the stories you read are true. Yeah, 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 it's about about poverty, about peace, about nonviolence. Um, all of that uh like wisdom bonus to AC, like all the owl's uh, wisdom and all that stuff, yeah. Like I basically can't get killed. But in exchange for that though, and you this doesn't make you <laughs> can't kill anything. Yeah. I can't kill anything. Then technically I'm not supposed to let the group kill anything either. Oh. Although I try to kind of underplay that though, because otherwise that's no fun for them. I'm like, why should the group be punished for my character concept? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so like occasionally I'll like wander off to investigate. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Just like yeah. pretend you're looking at your phone.
5: Yeah. The yeah. equivalent. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I heard something over here. And oh. you guys see if there's monsters over there.
1: Gee, I you know? hope there's not. Hmm. Probably,
0: oh no. I come back and then you're like, Oh, you killed stuff. Oh,
5: I told you guys uh, not to do Only I that. were here to
1: stop <laughs> that.
5: You weren't supposed to kill the stuff, you guys. Yeah, so it's yeah, and uh, but but it's it, it's um it it is an an interesting an interesting thing to be able to see how all the pieces fit together because one thing I really like about fifth edition is three point five got out of hand by the law of unintended consequences mm. uh because they they just meant well where it was like one book is you get a bonus if you do this on Tuesday. And another book yeah. is you get a bonus if your character is female. And another book is you get a bonus if your enemy is wearing black. And another. So, and, and, and quite honestly, someone like me comes along yeah. and it's like, so I get plus 16 D6 if I attack a dude named Bill on a mountain on Thursday? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? Oh, the
0: Bill like, Slayer class. That was my favorite prestige yeah. class from 3.5. <laughs> Builds
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my whole yeah. character around that. Exactly. I'll find <laughs> you. He's like, Little did you know, my name is William. Ah, that was my one, weakness. one chance. It's actually Bob. <laughs> you need Bill the Bob brother. Slayer class to do it. The Bob Slayer. <laughs> that
1: actually
2: sounds good.
5: Totally going to write up a Bob Slayer after this now. Yeah. 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 And it
0: was. <laughs> I'm not sure if it should be spelled like the bobsled team or not. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. It is it is also canon now. Yeah. <laughs> it's we said it on the podcast. So that means it's there canon. It is. Yeah. the official Dun, and yeah. Dungeons and yeah. Dragons. Right. I mean, it's look at the walls. Like
5: it doesn't get any more official right? than that right there. Yeah. That's so right. It's, it's in it's in the lexicon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it does now.
0: Well, it's been awesome uh, uh, talking to you, man. And I'm really excited uh, about where Inkwell Society is going to go.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, me too. Uh,
0: and uh, what what class you're going to eventually
2: be?
5: <laughs> <laughs> me too, man. Look, I know, <laughs> I get, somewhat against Rudy's wishes, I have an idea. Don't do but it. But I'm open to that idea being changed. I'm because even honestly, even from the very first episode, uh, my character ended up being more boisterous and pleasant than I intended him to be. Right. Honestly. It's just that was kind of how it all played out. So what I thought I was going to do has already changed from episode one. So I I'm, I might come back in a little while and be like, well, I didn't. In- well, I'm not even going to give a theoretical class. I will, I will tell you, Scout's Honor, <laughs> if it ends up going much different than I thought it was going to go.
0: All right. Yeah, nice. I'm
1: very curious.
0: And that's uh, yes. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific time, right? Wednesdays. Wednesdays seven, I'm sorry. Yes. And Sirens of the Realm yep. is going to be on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific yes. time. That's right.
5: So Sirens of the Realm is the one with the more talented, more beautiful cast. <laughs> and Wednesday is the more, the scummier, down-in-the-muck cast. Is <laughs> us, us on Wednesday.
0: They definitely have I'm more uh, feathery costumes. We'll say that. That's, that's an objective yes. thing you can say.
5: There's, there's far more boas there. And, and, and Sig and Kai are both objectively very beautiful. So that's, uh, <laughs> there's, there's something for everybody on Maze Arcana. Really, that's, that's what we're saying. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's something for every palette on Maze Arcana. That's Perfect.
0: awesome. Where can people find, uh, other than those shows, uh, uh, stuff you're doing? Uh, yeah, you, you mentioned uh, ask. A, 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 I'm going to say it wrong, so I'll let you say it. The, uh, with the yes. show, title.
5: Well, you can follow me on all of the socials at BDaveWalters or, uh, you know, lurking in Greg's mentions. <laughs> and uh, so it's B-D-A-V-E-W-A-L-T-E-R-S. Uh, yes, I am co-host of Ask Your Black Geek Friend on Geek and Sundry. Uh, we're in between seasons right now, but season one wrapped and you can catch the whole thing on VOD. We talk a lot about gaming, but the top, the show is basically about diversity and inclusion and the need to make room for everybody at the table is kind of what the show's about. Nice. Uh, yeah, We're doing, uh, again, uh, Inkwell Society, which just session one just aired, so there's still time for you to jump yep. in at the beginning when you don't have to watch 600 hours of content, <laughs> um, which is, uh, again, twitch.tv forward slash Maze Arcana. And the last thing that I'm doing right now at this exact second is We're Alive Frontier on Project Alpha, which is horror survival. And I Satine and I... Are the only two people, as far as I know, that will have an informed opinion of is it worse, worse to play, worse and more painful to play with Rudy or Ivan Van Norman? Because oh. we've both suffered at, at their hands. Yes. Oosh. So yeah. Oh, that's, 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 I
1: wonder. Now
0: mm-hmm. we, we got to put the, the two of you on an interview next
5: uh, and, uh, and really hash it out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's that's the, the the root of our characters' relationship is our shared trauma. Exactly. <laughs> that's how yeah. you got yeah. through it.
1: It binds people together.
0: And I'm glad I did say because I was gonna say ask a black nerd friend,
5: Uh, but it's black black geek, and it's your. You know, we 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 are that. But in terms of branding, (laughs) ask your black geek friend. Yes, geeks
0: and nerds—they're all very similar. It's yeah. So again, again, our mentions. (laughs) Yeah,
5: not the (laughs) same. (laughs) We're.
0: The, we just like to watch the world burn, I think.
5: Is what's there it is. There it is. It's like, it's like a little bit of hard burn, yeah. I do that, by the way. Like a lot of times, uh, we, we did Lore Masters in particular, where uh, we did right before Black Panther came out. Damien and I were on Lore Masters talking yeah. about Wakanda and Critical Roles right after Lore Masters. And the food order, Ryan's phone was ordering for the food. And he's like, oh, I've got to coordinate the food for Critical Role. And I took his phone so he couldn't get it. And I was like, suffer, be hungry, Taliesin and Mauritia. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, like, the fans are like, you can't do that. Now like, they won't be able you to You can't make them hungry. You're taking food yes. from their mouths. <laughs> how <laughs> how a, dare again, you? Some of us just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, that true. With that's us chaotic
0: mm-hmm, neutral mm-hmm. folks around the around here. Yeah,
5: there it is. Well, again, that's a uh, tantal my inner cat. I didn't knock the thing off the table out of spite. <laughs> I knocked the thing off because it was on the table.
2: Right.
0: It's true. Yeah, because it was there. Well, anyway, dude, it was great Curiosity. talking to you. I can't believe where that hour just went. That was, I have like, so many more fast.
1: questions, too. We didn't even get to the motivational speaking part.
0: I know, right? So that means well, we have know, to have you back on.
5: I was about to say I have a solution. Would you have to do this again?
0: There let's it is. Yes,
1: do it. let's do it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, uh, good luck with Inkwell and uh, uh, everything
5: you're doing, and uh, we'll we'll talk more soon. Just uh, thank thank you guys for having me on here. Look you at this. This awesome. is a uh, this is an achievement unlocked. I've done it. So there it is.
1: There it is. I feel better about myself. <laughs>
5: you should because I you get to do this all the time. There I'm done now.
0: Yeah, you're, you're up. classing up the joint. better. Now I she just has them. to fight someone.
5: That, oh, well yeah, I, I got fight. bad news. I got bad news for you, Greg. Yeah, right. So I know where this is headed. <laughs> I'm going down. <laughs> it's, like, it's like suddenly going to cut to that like multi-screen thing. The like you know, technical difficulty. Em, em yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just as my Beep. fist just freezes in. <laughs>
5: Flurry, blows. Flurry <laughs> of blows. Oh, is it
1: Friday at four or Monday at four o'clock already? It's time to fight. Time to throat punt, Greg. All right. Well, awesome.
0: Thanks, Dave. Uh, we'll have you on soon.
1: Yes. Okay. Thank Great you. You guys. Great day. All right. Me too. Bye
0: bye. That was a fantastic interview. I love that guy.
1: Okay, so this might—I don't want to hurt your feelings.
0: Don't hurt my feelings.
1: He might now be my favorite person in the whole world. Wait,
0: what? You're hurting my feelings? Not hurting my feelings. You're hurting what? your husband's feelings. Maybe you, your kids' feelings. No,
1: uh, he was like number three. <laughs> you were—you used to be number one. Now
0: it's now it's B Dave.
1: <laughs> B Dave is number one. All
0: right. He's the best. He is just uh, uh, wonderful to speak to. I feel like he's got so much. Uh, creativity and, and he does, and like just emotion about this game, which I mean, you know a lot of people we talk to do that, but like it's, yeah, I don't know, I just it all came to a head with him.
1: He's just got such a presence that so you can just feel it even Skyping him, and I just feel good and happy. That's
0: right. And we never got to see his cat. I wish we could have seen his cat. I
1: know we need to see that kitty. Yeah,
0: because uh, anybody who can rock uh, two new cats uh, is going to be uh, yeah. pretty high up on the list. In my and book. you know.
1: Cats love Dragon Talk.
0: They really do. It's a they thing. They just flock to yeah. the
1: microphone when they know that their mm-hmm. their person is going mm-hmm. to. Be oh a hi, friend. Kitty. How are you? Mm-hmm. We do need we need a Dragon Talk. Kitty. I know.
0: If only it needs to be like a hypoallergenic one because uh, you're allergic. I am allergic to cats, even though I love them. Like I would, I much prefer cats. You uh, do? to any other kind of pet animal? Are you
1: allergic to my cat? Yeah. Like yeah. when you come over, you it yeah affects you
0: yeah. It does. No. Yeah, but it's only—it's the worst if I, like, touch and pet the cat and yeah. then I touch my eyes and then I'm like, yeah. that's terrible. So I generally try to, like, you know, pet and then, like, wash hands and then I'm usually fine for, like, a night or two.
1: And don't lay on her bed.
0: I don't lay in her bed or, like, put my face all over, right. her, like, her hair. Don't or, eat out
1: of her food dish. Don't,
0: like, those things. Okay. Uh, I generally try to avoid. Or I'll pop one of those uh, antihistamines and those are usually fine, And
1: then you too. combine that with a little yeah. wine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A
0: little what? You got heavy poor Mazanoble over here. Well,
2: it's just the four of <laughs> us usually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the cat. And uh, there you go, Quinn. You need that.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: he does. He does. Especially now. Uh,
0: All right. So is there anything uh, <sighs> we wanted
1: to get to before
0: we close this?
1: No, out? this was a really good show. And and I, a- I don't think we should ruin it by continuing <laughs> To speak. We might.
0: <laughs> Just let it stand on its Just own. let it go. This is right, a then. really
1: good, fun show.
0: Rocks are gonna fall and everyone's gonna die right about now. Ow! Oh, oh, oh! man. Oh.